Hello, and welcome to the Highly Spirited Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie McNew. I love all things boozy and boozy. So this is a show where I bring you some spirit or cocktail history and a ghost or folklore or something supernatural-esque story. So let's get ready to get lit and get scared. Hey, welcome back, guys. Today, we're going to get into the Manhattan and then a legally haunted house called the Haunted House on the Hudson. So I love various spirits, but I am a whiskey girl through and through. It's my go-to. The Manhattan is one of the most whiskey-forward cocktails I can think of. It can be made with either rye or bourbon, depending on one's preference, and it's a fairly simple recipe, but with complex, big flavors. The Manhattan is simply just bourbon or rye, sweet or dry vermouth, and a couple dashes of Angostura bitters. Add all the ingredients into a mixing glass, stir with ice, then strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish with a brandied cherry. The whiskey and vermouth can be added at a 2 to 2 ratio or a 2 to 1 ratio, depending on personal taste. So let's jump into its history and how it came to be. It was highly rumored that the Manhattan was invented by Dr. Ian Marshall for Lady Randolph Churchill, you know, the mother of Winston Churchill. And it was said that she was at a party at the Manhattan Club in New York City when this cocktail was created for her in the 1880s. This rumor would prove to be false, though, because Lady Churchill was pregnant at this time and was not visiting the States. She was trying to bring Winston into the world. She wasn't drinking in New York. A 1923 book called Valentine's Manual of New York claims that a man named Black invented it, but does not give any more detail to the story of the creation. The first known article mentioning the Manhattan was in September of 1882 in the Sunday Morning Herald from Olean, New York. It listed the ingredients as well as the name, but a more detailed recipe for the Manhattan wasn't found in print until 1884 in O.H. Bryan's The Modern Bartender's Guide. The origins are a bit murky, but what a fun story about Lady Churchill. (laughs) I went to my favorite cocktail book, The Waldorf Astoria Bar Book by Frank Kaffa, to see if there were any more origin stories. There wasn't. (laughs) But there were some recommendations and some variations on how to make a Manhattan. The author suggests using a rye whiskey over bourbon because the rye and vermouth play nicely together. He also prefers to use orange bitters over Angostura bitters. I haven't personally tried orange bitters in a Manhattan, but I do like to throw them into an old fashioned sometimes. They make it, I don't know, they're a fun, a fun difference. I just like them. Let's take a quick break and I will be right back with the story of a legally haunted house. Five bedrooms, five bathrooms, Victorian home with a large front porch and views of the Hudson River. It sounds like an absolute dream, but maybe it was actually a nightmare. The home located at one Levita place in Nyack, New York was declared legally haunted. And what's it take for a home to be declared legally haunted? Not that much actually, just a very good attorney and a judge who goes in your favor. The house was built in the 1900s and served as a boarding house as well as a family residence to a few owners. Helen Ackley purchased the home in the 1960s and resided there for decades. After Helen moved in, the neighbors told her the house was haunted, but she was already there. So what are you going to do? You moved your crap in. You can't leave. She and her family just lived among the ghosts. <laughs> the spirits in the home had a favorite pastime of, of violently waking the family members in the morning by shaking their beds. And honestly, that would be better than any any alarm clock. I No hitting snooze there would absolutely get my ass up. <laughs> One night, Helen decided to test the spirits and said out loud, there's no school tomorrow, several times. She just called that out throughout the house. 
the spirits actually let the family sleep in. Helen also reported a ghost approving of her paint colors. She was painting a room and spotted a ghost floating midair, rocking back and forth. She asked him if he liked the paint paint choice and he nodded his head in approval. Honestly, if my house was haunted, that would be the greatest compliment that the ghosts like what I did with the place. <laughs> Helen's daughter claimed there was a different ghost in her bedroom and her son also repeated seeing a third ghost dressed in military attire from the American Revolution. The ghosts were friendly enough to the Ackley family and also left, left them coins and rings and just random gifts around the house. They even had a psychic visit the home and she believed the two ghosts were Sir George, the ghost of Nyack, and his wife, Lady Margaret. Helen seemed to embrace living in the haunted house and sold the story to Reader's Digest in 1977. In the early 90s, the Ackleys put their haunted home on the market, only they did not disclose the hauntings in the listing. An out-of-towner named Jeffrey Stambosky made an offer on the house, only later to see the home listed on a haunted walking tour. He no longer wanted the house and felt that he had the right to rescind his offer, as he should have been told about the hauntings up front. This went to court. In the first trial, the judge sided with the Ackleys. Stambovsky appealed, and in the second trial, the new judge sided with him. He won the case and was able to get out of buying the haunted house. This was decided in 1991 and became known as the Ghostbuster ruling. <laughs> the ruling was based around the property law, caveat emptor, Latin for buyer beware, and that the seller should have let the buyer know of the hauntings before any contracts were signed. The home recently sold again in 2021 for over a million dollars. Impressive. A million dollars can get you a haunted house if you want it. <laughs> That's going to be it for today, guys. I know it was a little shorty episode. We'll be back next week with Cohasset Punch and Chicago Haunts. Bye.